Hi everybody and welcome to the Wellness That Works podcast. Hey Lily. Hi Sam, another week down. Another week down. And- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, we're at the middle of the year now, so you know, we're, we're, we're getting through it pretty quick. How are you we doing? Are. Yeah, I feel like time's going faster actually. I can't quite believe that we are where we are um, and that we're still at home (laughs) but we are but we do have a guest today to change things up (laughs) so today we've got lovely member ambassador natalie aka nats natterings hey nat hi guys thank you so much for having me how are you both good how are you yeah really good thank you just excited to be here i always watch the podcast and listen to it so yeah it's really a, a novelty to be on it's really nice to have you here. We love a guest. <laughs> yeah, it makes us feel like we don't have to talk about ourselves, <laughs> which is nice. Um, no, and we, you know, we've obviously been working with you for a while as a, an ambassador and uh, following your journey on Instagram. I know that you're an avid, well, back when we could always go to workshops, you're an avid workshop goer. You know, you had a great relationship with your coach and now you've been, in my opinion, smashing lockdown that like such an inspo so I think it would be great to kick off by just getting to know a little bit about yourself and kind of why you joined WWE. Sure so I actually joined in January 2018 and I think the genesis for like me joining was it was like the Christmas party like the year before and I bought a skirt obviously I'd bought it size up thinking that it would be loose and then when it arrived it wasn't it was just really tight and I don't know what it was in that moment, but I just remember just crying and um, just, I think it'd been a culmination of so many things that it was almost like the light bulb moment that it was like, okay, I need to start feeling good about myself. So um, yeah, I walked through the doors in Jan 2018 and instantly just sort of fell in love with the plan. I mean, you know, at the time my coach, Jimmy, like he, he took me under his wing and um yeah, it it kind of, there's kind of two parts to my story. So I think the initial year of 2018 was very like inverted commas straightforward, right? So the plan was, you know, on top of it, I'd done the exercise, I was kind of losing slowly. And by the end of 2018, I'd lost about 55, 56 pounds. Um, Yeah, it was, it was a lot of weight. And then it wasn't till January 2019, that sort of, you know, everything sort of flipped on its head. So you know, I'd just come out of a nine-year relationship. Um, my grand passed away in April. Then I'd sort of been off work for a while, obviously just with the anxiety and the depression of the grief. And um, I was in a really crummy job. And I think, you know, I think we've all been there where you think it's it's almost like the grass is greener. Like my mindset was very much like, okay, well, you know, all I need to do is shift all this weight that I'd, you know, regained over the year. Like, you know, once I do this, I'll be happy. And um, it wasn't till I realized, no, actually, Nat, like you need to water your own grass. Like you need to focus about you right now rather than focusing Mm -hmm. about where you're going to be next year. So, um, you know, 2019 was really, really difficult, um, which I I shared parts on social media, but I think it was difficult to show everything because social media is such a like happy place. People don't ever expect you to be the one that's like really sad. So, um, and it wasn't, it wasn't sort of till I'd say January this year, I'd signed up for a half marathon, which I, well, I was meant to do it in March. It was going to be in honor of, of my gran. And um, I just, some, something clicked again. And it was like, actually, rather than just focusing on a, 
on a number like you you need to re-lose 50 pounds like take it into smaller chunks um so I started doing that again the weight was coming off slowly I was running um and yeah now now lockdown it was kind of like oh what a new situation to be in um and one I'd never really expected to ever be in um like I guess everyone else but um yeah (laughs) yeah it's I think initially it was really hard like getting used to a new routine but then I figured actually now that I don't need to you know go into the office and I'm saving some time on the commute why don't I just you know meal prep properly find some time to do more exercise you know I didn't want to you know start a new you know business like so many people have done but why don't I do something like meditation um and and it's all been falling off again. So now, so from January until now, I've lost about thirty one pounds. Um, Amazing. So yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a journey, but I don't think um, there's a real end point. You know, I think we look at goal as well. Like, oh, you've got to get to X, but um, yeah, I don't think there really is an X. I think it's constantly changing. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been um, it's been emotional. Yeah, I think I what you said, the advice you're talking about. Um, when you said that you people think the grass is greener and I think that's really good advice for um certainly for people who are do get affected by you know the likes of people on Instagram and you know and across social media that you've got to take a step back and say that well that's not my life my life there's no it brings me no good to be envious or you know to feel sad because somebody somebody else's life looks so idyllic um, I need to look after my own life. I need to water my own grass. So yeah, I love that's, that. yeah, it's, it's really good. And, and like you say, you've broken it down into, to smaller, what we sort of call milestones yeah. and, and not thought about that big number, you know, which you obviously you did fantastically well before, but, and you are now, but it's just about, it's looking after yourself, isn't it? And doing things that you enjoy and that you love. So you've, like Lily said you do seem to be nailing lockdown (laughs) (laughs) yeah I definitely feel I've got more of a control over lockdown now I think um it's a really nice contrast to lot everything that went down last year and just my mindset's different because I think you know the problem is when when stress happens a lot of us comfort eat right but then once you comfort eat there's the guilt behind comfort eating there's like oh you know I shouldn't have done that now I'm making myself feel even worse. And really, it's just, you know, you just need to be kind to yourself because you're the only person you can really rely on. Um, and and just worship your body for what it is right now. Obviously, there are, you know, my, my journey in terms of weight loss isn't over. But I mean, you've got to appreciate your body for where you are right now and, and focus on your mental health. Because if you don't fix what's really going on internally, I just I just don't think the, the journey can be complete or successful because they just go hand in hand yeah definitely and I know um the the piece you said about social media and actually what you share on social media is is so important and me and Sam have had so many discussions about this offline where she'll say to me Lily if you're not in the right headspace stop posting like you don't have to prove yourself to everyone all the time but then the other side of that is I don't want to only show the good you know I, I don't want people to think it's always rosy because it's not so you know I do sometimes like 
do a story and have a little cry and then I'm like oh god I shouldn't have done that but actually so many people can message you and say I totally relate to that and like you said you you had a lot of really emotional experiences in 2019 and for some of those you might have reached out to people online and people might have come back and said you know I've been through the same and this is how I got through it so there's always that support and community there um you have obviously said about mindset is so important and I think when we rebranded um when a couple of years ago now I think it was we we really did want to emphasize that you need to be in that right headspace to be able to make choices that make you feel better and not put that pressure on yourself and I know that in this week's topic in the virtual workshops that I know you attend yeah they're going to be talking a lot about what happens to your body when you're stressed um you've clearly just said you know you've you've gone through situations of struggling with your mental health so what do you find for you has been something that helps you with stress well I guess I guess it's kind of cliche but it is kind of what we said about talking to people like I couldn't Mm. I can't really stress it enough I think when you go through stress at least from my experience I tend to go on autopilot mode so you know you're just like cruising and you know to the outside world nobody would know there's anything wrong with you because you know how would someone know if you don't tell mm-hmm. them? So I think, you know, especially when I was grieving last year a lot for my grandmother, because we were, we were so, so close. Um, you know, one of the things that I used to do was I I did a comfort eat with a kinders, like the little kinder Easter eggs. And there are about 20 in each bag. And um, I actually remember my coach, Jimmy, calling me. And he was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, you know, just, just eating, scoffing these like eggs. And he was like, well, you know what? if you are going to eat all the bag, at least savor it. Like don't, don't just like inhale, like take a moment, let the chocolate, like, you know, feel the flavor. Enjoy it. Yeah. Because I think we do get that, you know, that mindset of like everything's so quick and like chaos in your head that even your eating becomes chaotic. Like you just scoff instead of, you know, sitting down to enjoy a meal. Um, even if that is just a chocolate bar. So, I mean, talking to people has definitely, I mean, it's been difficult because I do think there's still the stigma of, oh, do I tell people that I'm sad? Will people think this is a cry for attention? But I think the people that matter will understand that and and will probably recognize the help that you need. Um, And, you know, alongside that, I have I have like I I like exercise now, which is a big, you know, like when (laughs) when I used to attend workshops, it used to be like, oh, who likes exercise? I'm like, nah, not for me. Like (laughs) I. I just kind of do it as a as a have to, like, you know, that's what I should be doing rather than what I want to be doing. But, um, yeah. you know, signing up for this run, like I, every year I try and do something a bit out of the box. So last year I, I skydived for mine, the mental health charity. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's oh, almost, wow. it, yeah, it's almost coming up to a year on the 27th of this month. So um, I did that and that was really like, you know, again, something I couldn't have done if I hadn't joined WW because, you know, there are weight restrictions on being able to skydive so you know that was kind of like a a non-scale victory if you will because yeah, I was that's like such a cool one as well honestly it was um, very cool it very was scary it was it was terrifying but I think once um I described free fall as just like utter just peace because you're just floating and you're like well what will be will be at this point <laughs> 
yeah, yeah, it's going to go one way or the other. <laughs> um, and I was sat with a hunky man, so I I couldn't really complain. You know, it was it was. Was he literally like strapped to you, or, or... I was strapped to him? Really. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it was just yeah, it was great. Um, and then obviously... now this conversation could go one way or the other, but we'll keep it on track. <laughs> um, and then obviously this year I signed up for the half marathon, and you know running was completely out of my comfort zone um I don't I just don't do running I'm always like yeah my knees hurt um but you know building up slowly has just given me a new um I don't know it it makes me feel alive which feels very bizarre but um it's the most sort of like energy I get because obviously running I still find very incredibly tough like the first mile is is brutal I'm always like why did I even leave the house for this um but it's for those few moments where you're just like floating where you're like oh I've sort of forgotten everything that was bothering me today just so that I could you know yeah and isn't it weird how it's so hard in that first sort of mile like you say and then suddenly you it gets easier for a bit until the end when you're exhausted but it does sort of you, you have to get through a barrier and I don't know whether it's physical whether it's your body getting into it or it's your mind whether you're sort of suddenly you let go of all you know the negative and the the stress and then because I'm a firm believer that my head stops me running as far as I actually want to so yeah I don't know what it is maybe it's a bit of both you know you just get through this sort of barrier I think so I think it's definitely a bit of both because I mean everyone I talk to is always like yeah that first mile it's I guess it's just trying to like loosen up and also you know, I think as well with running, especially in lockdown, right? Because everyone's a runner now. Yeah. Guilty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. the one now taking up the space in the park. <laughs> You're doing amazingly. But I just, um, seeing so much more people, one, is like very uplifting. Because I don't know if you do this, Lee, but when I'm running, I'll like nod to other runners, like a sign of like, yeah, yeah we're doing You're this. Like to- in the gang. Oh, no, I need to get my confidence up. I- I'm a like head down. No. I-, I think I said on an episode before, like seeing people of all different shapes and sizes running now is like such a push to like carry on doing it. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait for you to tell me that you've done the head nod because it's like such a that's you it, that's initiation, you know? Um yeah. but it's yeah, I love seeing all shapes and sizes, but it's also finding the balance of not trying to compete with everyone else as well. Yeah. Like my pace is naturally just not gonna be as fast as, you know, someone who's been running for five years. So like sometimes I have these internal conversations with myself where I'm like, don't don't risk injury just to like try and prove that you can beat the no. person next to you just like do it for you because yeah you know we are our own competition like I think as well with the whole Instagram it's really easy to compare other people's journey with your own but I just think we're all totally unique like no two people I know have had the same journey yeah that's true so do you think that's sort of your main stress buster running or do you do other stuff too um, well, I've just taken up when I say just about two weeks now, really getting into meditation. I think um, there's a lot of gl- like glitz and glamour behind the word, right? Like you think you're meant to close your eyes for 20 minutes and you're suddenly going to be like, yes, I'm healed. <laughs> Levitating <laughs> off the <Crazy>. pillow. <laughs> I mean, it's mental, right? All the like pressures it's that really we... hard. Yeah, it's incredibly hard. And I think the pressure that we put on ourselves makes it harder, like... When I, whenever I used to start, I was like, okay, after these like 13 minutes, I'm going to be like happy and X and, and you know, it just doesn't Zen. work. Yeah. 
it doesn't yeah. work like that. And so now it's like I have 10 minutes. I just sit literally where you see me now behind like 10 minutes and close my eyes. And then when I'm done, I'm done. I just jot, um, I jot a couple of words down about how I've been feeling. And that's, that's it. And I feel feel like even with the small amount of time I've been doing it, you can really see how it's affecting me in a in a out of life experience because you know even things at work that would necessarily bother me now I'm just like oh okay like yeah it's it's the perspective that it gives you yeah I think you've realized the key to your success haven't you just by tailoring everything to you and taking off the pressure and taking it in bite-sized chunks don't push anything that doesn't feel right don't push anything that you don't like doing um yeah it's important to enjoy it as well yeah I think you've got it spot on I also think a good one is um especially when we're looking at social media or Instagram like unfollow people that don't bring you joy like I don't think Mm -hmm. there's any shame in being able to unfollow you know we're not we're not kids it's just if some someone's feed isn't nourishing you and doesn't make you want to be happy or be the best you then I, I did that a lot last year like you know I think sometimes with stress and you know, emotional trauma, I think you have to let go of things to be able to, to reach a nicer end point for yourself. Yeah, no, definitely. And it's it's not even food stuff. You know, I, I went through a phase where I just had to unfollow anyone that was moving house because the jealousy just got like too much. And then you start thinking, oh, if I do ever move, I'm going to make my lounge look like their lounge and <laughs> I'm going to buy those cushions one day. And then your Pinterest just grows and grows and you're like, oh, my God, what am I doing? So, no, I totally agree with that. And, and it is the same with with weight loss and any kind of lifestyle goal. You know, like we said, you, you can't spotlight everything. Um, but a lot of people do try. So totally understand that I think one thing that's really resonated with me and when I've met you and everything is you you've always been very open around struggling with binge eating and I can massively massively relate to that and Sam knows that I've talked to her a lot about it so you've clearly got to this point where you're at peace with yourself but what other things do you do to try and minimize that happening I mean you said a bit about meal prepping and I have noticed on your Instagram you are quite similar to me in that you will just eat the same dinner like quite a lot <laughs> yeah I mean hey the safe zone yeah, yeah is um I actually just enjoy the routine of um being able to eat the same dinner just knowing how much it takes to cook and um and I think there has been that but also I think I am a lot kinder to myself when I do still have a, a binge day so you know a binge can look very different to loads of people for someone it yeah. could just be you know eating a takeaway for for me sometimes it's you know I'll have my dinner and then I'll have two pieces of toast and I mean I mean the bracket of what that means to you again is really specific but I just Mm -hmm. I just think um finding outlets that compensate for that so if it if I know that I tend to get hungry at night which is why my my bigger meals are always dinner so you know I I usually go for a walk in the evening because I know that it will take my mind off oh am I still hungry? Am I not? Like it's, it's that internal battle of, I just want to eat something, but I don't know if I really want it. So I'll I'll tend to go for a walk in the evenings. I like that, especially now with, with having more time at home. Um, but I just think also like following more accounts that talk about binge eating because it's so, you know, I I don't think we talk about it enough. I mean, Mm. and I think it gets labeled 
you know, as this really bad, bad thing. But I think, you know, it's it's unique to us. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I think I put it on Instagram. I was like, oh, I've had like, I do um these biscuit sandwiches. So, you know, I get two digestives and I slather Biscoff and Nutella. And it's like... Yeah, us and our Biscoff. Like, we need to chill out with it on Instagram, don't we? <laughs> Honestly, I think we've gone through a phase where I could like banana bread. Now it's Biscoff. Like, it's it's been a whole whole thing about it but I think as well just allowing yourself to eat rather than seeing as food is like this enemy because it's not like the whole reason we join WW is because we love food um it's just figuring out how we incorporate into a daily life that doesn't cloud our every thought because you know before I used to be someone that I'd eat my breakfast and I'd already be like thinking about what I was going to have for lunch and dinner rather than just enjoying my breakfast first um so sometimes my mum and I will have these conversations and she'll be like so what do you want and I'm like no we're not having this conversation right now I just want to like enjoy (laughs) enjoy my food um yeah and just having these conversations with people around you I think as well telling someone hey I'm susceptible to you know have have a binge if I've had a really bad work day is also is also totally okay and just if you do have a binge day not not doing the thing that we do and making ourselves feel crazy guilty than the, the morning after yeah yeah and just starting again yeah and like you said you know we have weekly allowances for a reason we want people to be able to you know have treats and have things that really excite them and I know you said earlier on in the chat that You've you've made a lot of friends through the WW community, and I know it's been really lovely seeing you with um Mo and Andre, who we've had on the podcast previously before lockdown, and obviously they're they're amazing couple goals as we always say. Yeah. But I, I've seen you know before lockdown, you guys were having your run and cake days, which were really cute. But again, it just shows the balance of the plan, right? Yeah, I mean, we love it. I mean, they, you know, when I signed up for this half marathon, I initially was a bit out of my my comfort zone. I was like, I've never done this before. So Andrew was like, you know, we'll we'll do it with you. So Mo and also Jimmy. And eventually we were just like, well, if we're going to do this, let's do it properly. Like, let's run. Mm -hmm. You know, when we run, I tend to be the more silent runner out of the three of us. Like, um, yeah, no talking. I mean, <laughs> wasting uh, energy. Yeah. yeah, I like I like my headphones in, and so sometimes Andrew and um, Jimmy will talk, and Mo's always off. Like Mo's the fast one, and um, then afterwards we'll just sit down at Gales and we'll have a cinnamon bun. We'll have some, you know, what I think like a chicken roll, um, and it's just a good laugh because it nice. it takes the like. You know, when we're talking, it's not like we're looking at this food and going, oh, my God, that's like 22 points. I can't eat that. Like, it's the celebration of the community because, you know, we've yeah. we've just done some, you know, we've just ran. None of us have done like extensive long distance running before. And so we just get to chill afterwards, talk about yeah. how the run was for each of us, talk about the week, you know, we'll catch up on TV shows. Like, I feel like it's not a friendship that is you know, constantly like, oh, how many points is in that? How many points is in that? Or did you, did you run that off? Like it's, it's, it's a very like loving friendship. I mean, it's just the friendship that makes you happy and want, and want to live that life. That's a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. And it's, and it's really freeing to feel that way, you know, when you don't have to constantly, you know, worry about what you're putting into your body and how you're going to make that up with like exercise or, you know, sometimes I used to do, I usually point Monday to Friday. That's how I've always always done it because it works for me then Saturday is my way day and so I usually I'd, I wouldn't say I go crazy but I just give myself what I want so if that's you know a Reese's cup or a Krispy Kreme you know I love my Krispy Kreme on Instagram um <laughs> so um 
it's it's just kind of finding the balance that works for me. And then from Monday, back, you know, it's almost like not a fresh start because there's nothing to really to really uh-huh. rewrite or cleanse. It's just, oh, I'm I'm just tracking again. So um I think, yeah, for some people that wouldn't work. Some people need to be quite diligent Monday to Sunday. But again, you just got to embrace your own journey and figure out what works for you. I quite like a relaxed approach because the less stress I have around eating, the, the better. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And the more pressure, the more likely you are to, to fall off. And yeah. It's like Rachel said on the last one and, you know, everyone, the main thing was shocked was you gave up cheese for a year, like <laughs> before WW. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah, I think slow and steady is definitely the way to go. So you obviously said that you're definitely working on smaller milestones now and you're clearly hitting ones through lockdown. So what's next for you, Nat, do you think? Oh, God, um. I don't, you know, in terms of weight loss, I, I'd say I still obviously have the 20 odd pounds, but something that I like to do is break it up into sevens because I just think that's that's more manageable. Um, I've just finished the Courtney Black 28 day fitness challenge, which was like going crazy on Instagram. So there's that. But also, you know, in terms of what I want to do that would like nourish my overall wellness is more writing. Um, okay. I, I love to write. And obviously, my essays on Instagram affirm that because I literally can go on and on. But um, yeah, I, it's just more about I want to write a book in the next like year or two. And I've been talking about it for a while. So I think, you know, having that freedom now that I'm not constantly putting, you know, on my body has given me the freedom for my mind, and, like my creativity. So um, yeah, that, that would be really exciting. That's a very oh, exciting that. goal. And that, again, you're very good at these little, like, snapshot quotes. Like, <laughs> you know, the pressure I've taken off my body has given my mind free. Like, that's so, so true. Yeah. It's very true. It's very philosopher, right? It's just like... Yeah. <laughs> you better get to start writing now. <laughs> Straight after we chat, that's it. I'm going on. I'm going full speed. No, it's amazing. It's been it's been amazing talking to you. And I think so many people will be able to relate to your story in some yeah. shape or form. And you know, as we've been saying for the last God knows how many weeks, you know, regardless of how you've been dealing with lockdown, whether you've been feeling a bit more in control or it's taken halfway, or maybe it's just now that things are opening up, it it goes to show that by taking it in the little chunks, it, it doesn't matter. You just take your time with it and and see what happens. So I guess to kind of close up, what would you give as advice to anyone that maybe is thinking about getting themselves feeling back to themselves if that makes sense yeah I would just say that obviously lockdown has been really difficult for everyone so some people you know haven't been focusing on food and some and and each is totally fine I think you will eventually it doesn't feel like it now but you will get your mojo back at some you know it it could take three months it could take a week a year just do it slowly and also just break it up individually like just think think about what you want to do today that could better the you tomorrow or the you in like a year um and then just set those tiny goals, even if it is literally just incorporating more water, because we all, you know, get yourself a bottle, you know, one of the reusable ones, just drink more. If it's, you know, looking at zero point foods, it's it's very individual, but I just say do one thing at a time rather than try to cram in this new lifestyle because it just, you know, it it won't it won't have longevity. Yeah, 
That's great advice. I'm just wondering if you you could uh, catch up with me and Lily every week and give us a coaching session, if that's all right. <laughs> and a philosoph- philosophical quote as well. A, yeah, we need a quote. Yeah, you definitely. can start writing our Monday motivations. Or <laughs> and I'd just like to say, if you've heard much banging around in my house, my children seem to have gone into baby elephant mode whilst we've been on oh, the podcast. So. Oh, I Do you not see me going, doing... shush? <laughs> <laughs> oh thanks Nat it's been really really good to talk to you it really has thank yeah. you so much for having me I've absolutely loved it oh no it's, it's been, been so fun and I hope everyone listening has enjoyed it too obviously we'll be posting about this on social media so if you've got any questions for Nat or just want to say well done to her for all her success then <laughs> feel free and um, we'll be back next week with another guest so I hope everyone has a lovely week and we'll see you later Nat bye Bye. Bye.